Still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Not even once. Then you have found the right place. You're a lifesaver. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out. Here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. Welcome everyone to the Fearless Millionaire podcast show. It's so great to have you here. We're actually, today it's a little different. We're actually doing dual mode. We're actually, for those who are on YouTube Live, uh, on our channel at Fearless Millionaire, um, good to have you. And we're also streaming this and recording this for the podcast. So we're streaming live on YouTube and recording for the podcast on the go. By the way, if you have ever uh, heard us on our podcast, or if not, you can definitely check out the link in the description, and there you will find our podcast page, and you can listen to our previous podcasts. And today we're gonna be talking about probably one of the most popular topics that I get asked about on a regular basis. Uh, I guess I could say uh, backed by popular demand or high request, because I get asked this question of me all the time. It's Nathan, how do you invest from uh, anywhere or around the world. How do you do that? And uh, that's not a very simple thing to answer. You can't answer it all in one shot um, or in in a matter of at least an hour since what we're gonna be talking about. However, on our YouTube channel, I do have a few videos that shares how I did my first deal and also in in our Facebook group and also in our trainings, I share about how Um, to do real estate virtually. And I know that's pretty common, and this is what I know, uh, what I know and have heard from people who have followed us and know what we do and how we do it, because we literally, like we literally make money from our phones, uh, build our business from our, I have it here, where are you? Oh, I had it here, I don't know where it went. Oh, my iPad, my iPad, and uh, I had it in the drawer. Um, so we literally, you know, build this business from anywhere. Now, for those who are on YouTube watching, um, you're probably looking at the flag behind me. And for those on the podcast, if you didn't know, I pretty much record most of these podcasts from my current location, which is Uganda, Africa. And so when we talk about going virtual and global, and I did have this thought I want to share with you, but when we talk about going global and virtual and doing business from anywhere, uh, I primarily do the business from three, the real estate investing business from three different countries. So for those of you who follow me, you probably already know that already. Um, and, and that would l- led me to this thought. Okay, so my I have a buddy of mine. Uh, his name is Jack Bosch, and he actually uploaded a video. Uh, he posted a video the other day, and one of the th- he's over in uh, the Maldives, which is an absolutely beautiful place. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And while he was posting and you know wishing everybody a happy Father's Day and all that good stuff, uh, it just got me thinking. It you know that guy I could literally and he's been a good friend for like eight years, and for as long as I've known him, uh, he's always been traveling. He's and and now probably more probably in the past like five years or so he's been traveling more and more and more. Why? Because he loves it, not just because he's European like myself, but he loves it. And you know what? It was just the other day when he posted that I said, you know what? If I know there's a lot of real estate gurus and trainers out there and all that stuff, I, I get it, and uh, they're all well and good and they're great. 
Um, but the reality is you should really follow the person that you like the most, that you really have that connection with. You know, success leaves clues. You should follow the people that you um either want to, not want to be like, but you want to model their success. If they're if they're doing something a certain type of way, then good and go for it. And that's actually what I tell uh, our members at uh, Fearless Millionaire is simply this. We do things a certain way. This is a virtual, what this is, we don't build and haven't built an enterprise business. Now, we built a virtual business. What is the difference between the two? So an enterprise business is where you have a brick and mortar building, okay? It's a brick and mortar building. You have employees, you drive to your office, and you're there, you have your lunches, you have your company outings, all that kind of stuff, right? It's That's the brick and mortar business. You gotta pay for the overhead, you have to uh, pay for your employee salary and wages, you gotta deal with office uh, issues and HR and all that kind of stuff. There's a heck of a lot, I'm not gonna go through the entire list, but there's a whole bunch of stuff that you have to deal with with an enterprise business, okay? And most of the time, it's local. You're building up that local office and you're probably within about an hour drive away from your office. Typically these days within 30 minutes. I mean, the reason, only reason why people are driving like an hour away um, is if they have a job and they have to commute to their job. But if you're building your own business and you want to build it locally, you're probably within a 10 to 30 minute drive away. It's not going to be that far. So um, so that's typically what I found in research and you know, talking through a lot of to an, a lot of entrepreneurs. However, we build a virtual business. That means we build from anywhere we want to. All, like I said, all we need is our an internet connection, our phones, our tablets, and we're good to go. We're building the business. So that's called what I like to call a lifestyle business. We can take that anywhere. And some of my buddies and hey, they're good they're good friends over the years and they're, you know, internet experts or gurus or whatever, but I'll tell you what, most of them just find themselves stuck at their local office, you know, wherever it is. And they're not really traveling that much. Now, don't get me wrong, they travel, but they're not traveling that much as some of my other buddies, like Jack has has been traveling and other, I know my buddy Dave Lindahl and I got a bunch of other buddies who travel quite often. Those are the guys I associate more with. But let me tell you, I had this thought and I said, you know what, I am gonna slowly pull away uh, if, I don't know if that's the right word, but slowly, you know, pull away from the people who are not living the same type of lifestyle that I'm living, right? Birds of a feather flock together. And I was just thinking like, you know, it's a good point because if there is some guys in the industry who are not building an, uh, a lifestyle business, they're building an enterprise and they're over there flipping houses, going from check after check and not building a cash flow lifestyle business, then why would I want to have that continually wrapped up in my mind, right? You, Whatever you put into your mind is eventually going to come out into your actions. It turns into your beliefs, it turns into your actions, and it turns into your lifestyle. And so that's where I said, you know what? I really need to evaluate my friends. Have you ever done that? Have you ever have you ever cleaned up your Facebook friends? Have you ever evaluated the people that you hang out with? I, I've heard other people do this quite often and it's something I've done. I remember about three years ago, maybe, maybe about three years ago, I had my assistant go into my Facebook account and literally unfriend everyone. I had like 4,000-ish friends, okay? And I told her, I said, please, unfriend everyone and she did she unfriended everyone up until a 30 i didn't know facebook doesn't oh, the minimum of friends you're allowed to have is 30 so we unfriended everybody and uh, it was down to 30 and then i only allowed certain people back into um 
back into my life per se, okay? And that those people were, you know, closer connections, not just anyone and adding anybody as a friend. It was just more closer people that I had a connection with. And then everyone else could just go to the Facebook business page. By the way, if you've never been to our Facebook business page, get over there, like our page. You can just type in Fearless Millionaire Facebook and bam, it's there. Anything you want, any social media, YouTube, uh, podcast, anything, website, just go to type in Fearless Millionaire and we come up. It's the one and only. It's actually the number one <laughs> and only site on the internet that helps real estate investors bring clarity, confidence, and cash flow into the business, working from the inside out. Because most real estate trainings out there will teach you how the process is how to do real estate by processes and contracts. And listen, of course we all need that. Of course, if you're investing in real estate, you need to know the process. But most of them hang out around the same thing over and over again. And they just bring on other people and other real estate gurus will tell you about their buddies and their friends and how they did real estate and how they became successful and how you should attend the next seminar. So the reality is <clears throat> it's kind of like this cycle and most people just feel like they're on this same damn cycle over and over again, listening to strategies and how to and how they did it and another interview. We don't really play that game too much. That's not that's not more of our style, okay? We don't really like that here at Fearless Millionaire. We kind of give you the, we work on the inside out. So first we work with the mindset, help you get clear on what you're trying to do, the strategy, what your goals are. That's like number one, that's the foundation. If you don't have that, Good luck, man. It's just not going to be easy. Most of the time people, like for example, not being clear, most people will feel that they uh, they don't know what strategy to start in and then they, well, as soon as they have a strategy, they don't know where to start, like what market to start in. Now they're lost. So they have a strategy and then they're lost on the market to start in. That's just confusion, right? It's just confusion. And then most importantly, the foundation of it all is the goals and vision of what you're going to do. Okay, and okay, most most importantly, all right, times two, <laughs> is the high income skill. Most real estate investors don't know what their high income skill is. There are so many ways to skin a fish in this real estate business, and there are a lot of different little tasks and things to do, and most real investor, real estate investors starting off in this business try to do everything in their, in their business, and it just fumbles. It's like things don't go as quickly. Things don't happen as fast. Um, and it's too bad because they get lost and then years go by and they never end up doing anything. Hey, by the way, I'm speaking for myself. It took me two years to actually get started and do my first deal, to close my first deal. Even though I was studying and learning and going from course after course and seminar after seminar, but never really closing a deal until I hired a coach to literally kick me in the ass and get me closing deals. He helped me uncover. That's the thing. He helped me become clear on what my high income skill was. And then he helped me break through that fear by submitting offers and closing on deals. And that was an amazing day. I'll never forget the day where I literally closed two deals out of four. I had four under contract, close two. And I made it right around $18,000. That was insane. That moment, that day was breakthrough day for me. When that, and actually at the time, it wasn't bank wires or deposits, unfortunately. Not like today. But at the time, it was checks. So I got these two checks and they totaled right around $18,000. And I, I'll never forget. I was like, I didn't even know if I wanted to cash that check. So I was just like, oh, what do I do with it? You know? <laughs> so I took it to the bank and, and all that stuff. And at the time, you know, we really didn't have the smartphones we did, right? Like we do now. We didn't have iPhones and we didn't have 
and all these smartphones and technology um, th- that that we did back then. Back then, I was doing like e-fax. And uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to get too deep into the processes, but man, eFax is how I notified all my buyers. So anyway, over the p- course of the number of years, I know and I've built a business where cash flow can come in on a consistent basis, and then you can truly live this lifestyle of wealth and freedom, as my buddy Gary likes to say. <laughs> but you can literally live anywhere you want. Uh, your choice. And that's the what real estate in today's business should be. You should be able to do your business from anywhere you choose to. Uh, and that's what I love most about real estate and cash flow real estate. Because once you get to that point, once you are clear about the strategy, the foundation, and your high income skill and what it is in your business, you can then that helps build confidence. Then when you close your deal, Boom, that even builds more confidence. And then you go into cash flow, which is generating that income month after month after month after month. And you can do it in real estate. You can do it in other businesses too. But the reality is once you start clocking in that money every month from real estate, it's great. You can you have that freedom of choice. You know, I remember just... Um, I think it was about maybe a year, maybe a year and a half ago or so now um, that I decided, you know, take my family. We went on a what was supposed to be uh, what was supposed to be like, uh, what was it, 90 days? No, it was supposed to be like a, a one or two month trip, but it ended up being like 99 days. I think it was 99. I don't know. It was like a few. It was like six months. That's more than 90 days. Anyway, I'm not good at math sometimes, but <laughs> but I'll tell you what we uh we ended up going uh, on this uh, on this European adventure tour is basically what we did. We started in Milan, Italy, and then we went from Milan. Let me break it down for you because we basically went from Milan for, I think, five days. Then we moved up. We took a train. We went to Lake Como, I think. Yeah, Lake Como. We're in Lake Como for like five days. Then we went over to Switzerland. We went through, we took a ferry over. Actually, I'm sorry. We went over to like the Bellagio. We went over to a bunch of places in Lake Como. And then we went over to Switzerland. And that was amazing. Spent five days, I think five five days there. Then we went over to Germany. Yeah, then we took a plane over to Germany. And then we spent a week there with friends. And then we went to Brussels and Belgium and went over there for a while. And then we, we anyway, Anyway, from from country to country, we went from uh, we went from you know Belgium to France, France to Spain, Portugal, Azores, and then we were in the Azores for like I think three months, three months or four months, something like that. And then we went back. Then we went back the other way. Then we went back to Spain, and man, we just we just then we ended up back in Milan, and we went back to where did we go in Milan? We went back into Milan, and then we went somewhere else. I forget. Oh, we went back into Switzerland. Which went to Janet Janet. Was it Geneva? Geneva. Geneva. Yeah. So we went to Geneva and uh, that was really cool. We got, oh man, we just did all these things. Anyway, my point of me sharing that with you is, even though I don't have my dates and timeline right, <laughs> my point of that is we did that, by the way, all spontaneously and we um, we took trains, we took uh, like two planes and we took uh, buses and we just kind of just went with the locals. We didn't do all the tourist spots. We didn't get any tour guides or anything. We just did it as we wanted to. When we got bored of a little area or a city and stuff, we just we just went on. We said, all right, where are we going next? We whipped open the phone. Literally, I literally booked everything from my phone. I used an app called, well, they changed the name, but it was called Go Euro, but it, now they just 
changed their name recently and I can't remember what it is. But we literally just use Google Trips, Google Maps, and we use that uh, app and we booked train tickets and just went around. And listen, let me tell you something. While I was doing that, while we were doing this whole travel thing, I was literally on calls and, uh, um, and running my entire business on email and phone calls while I was traveling. I was literally closing deals. I remember I closed two deals while I was in Brussels. Uh, where else? Um, uh, not in Lisbon. What place? Madrid. Closed another deal while I was in Madrid. Funded three deals in um, uh, Paris while we were in Paris. That was that was very interesting. Got to see the Eiffel Tower. It, that was really interesting. And closed another deal while we were in uh, Belgium. There was a whole bunch of deals going on all through the entire journey. Oh, and I closed two deals in Azores while I was on the beach. This was absolutely crazy. I literally closed two beach while I was, no, I literally, did I just say close two beaches? No, um, I closed two deals while I was literally chilling at the beach with my kids. And I walked over to a cafe um, to get Wi-Fi, and literally the contracts and everything was signed and escrowed and all that good stuff. So yeah, and I, I shot a video about it on the YouTube channel, so I even recorded it there. Um, Anyway, my point is, my point of sharing all this with you is not to impress you like, oh, what did Nathan do? No, 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 no. It's to actually goes right with the mission of what Fearless Millionaire is all about. It's to impress upon you that you can do this too, now more than ever. And you know, it's really cool because millennials like myself, um, you know, I think millennials get a bad rap because most of the time people think like, oh, millennials, they're entitled and, you know, uh, all they want to do is, uh, you know, work and be on social media all day and and, and work from anywhere. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? I, I completely disagree with that. I think, um, yeah, it is a little strange even for myself. I'm not a big like I'm not a big social media buff and I'm not always like taking selfies and posting everything I do. So I'm kind of like in the middle there because I'm maybe not, maybe it's just not for me. Um, but being a millennial and being able to live this lifestyle is that um, I think more millennials need to know or at least have the courage to step out. And I think they do or they just fall into that system of you know, the regular government education system, which is go to school, get a good job and try to graduate and then, you know, excuse me, graduate and then get a good job. And, you know, hey, that works for a lot of people. It really does. It's it's designed that way. But I know there's a bunch of people out there who are like myself who maybe not so great at school and maybe can't get good grades or maybe you did good, good, got good grades in school and you're really smart, but I was horrible in tests. You know, what was interesting is, man, I, I could know everything on the test. I could literally say it. Like if you said it to me face to face, I would answer it. But as soon as I sat down to a test, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Literally, I would see multiple choice answers in a different way. It was crazy. Years ago, they would just call me stupid. <laughs> but today, I'm hearing more and more that this is like a real thing for people and there's a, there's names for it. I don't even know what the names are, but I just, I hear about it in movies and, and I see it from other people now because of YouTube and you can, you know, it's just, it's become more real that it's actually a problem. And I don't think that education way and system is for everybody. I don't think that model is for everyone. Now, it's definitely designed that way for a reason to put people into jobs for sure. But that wasn't my calling. That wasn't what it was for me. <clears throat> and, and you know, uh, what I discovered over the course of time was that, uh, you know, entrepreneurialism and real estate was for me. And then combining that with real estate and real estate investing, but virtual real estate investing has been amazing. So anyway, I share all that with you because 
Um, it kind of gives you a background story a little bit about you know how I got into this, um, not only real estate, but how I got into virtual real estate and the differences between enterprise and virtual real estate. But also, if you wanna know more about it, get over to the YouTube channel. I did record a video about um, how I did my first deal. I'll actually put it in the, the description of the show notes here. And, uh, and, and also I want to just share with you on this, uh, on this episode that, you know, the, the, the most important part, I guess the most important step I want to share with you is that, man, how can you do this real estate? Nathan, how do you do it from three different countries? How do you travel here or travel there? And literally we're traveling in like two months, me and my family, we're going again, we're doing it again. We're going to travel Europe again. And how do you do it, Nathan? How do you make this all happen? Um, just by your, you know, your tablet and, and, and your, you know, uh, online, how do you do that? Um, so I'm going to say you can't just jump, you can't just like start going international, like overnight. There are very much different laws and practices, um, cultures that you have to deal with. I'll tell you what, cause dealing with real estate in Uganda is very much different dealing than in Portugal and dealing in real estate in the United States. They're all very different and not just processes and procedures culturally just culturally it's different like you have to deal with people in a different way so you have to be really good at people uh and that's what you know if you've never heard this saying before that real estate is all about relationships it's all about relationships it's the most important part about real estate it's really all about relationships so in order to build a real estate business internationally, whether it's a different country, whether you want to live in the country or outside of the country, you really have to narrow down uh, culture and people, excuse me, you have to narrow down people. You have to know them really well. I'll give you a few recommendations. There's some good books out there called by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's a great book. Another great book is Personality Plus. I highly recommend that book as well. It's a great book and how to read people and how to deal with personalities. Um, and then there's another book. Actually, these are all on our website. Go to fearless-millionaire.com and go under the resources tab on the top of the page and you'll see some of the audiobooks that I recommend to make this happen. There's another book called Killer Conversations. Um, and wait, no, I'm sorry. It's not called Killer Conversations. I'm sorry. Let me, uh, I wonder if I can pull it up right now for you. Sorry about that. I, uh, yeah, I literally, it's conversation. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll give you a little background story about this too. Crucial conversations. Okay. Uh, crucial, crucial conversations, but you can also get over to our website and click on the resources tab. You'll see a list of books that I highly recommend. Crucial conversations was actually one of the first books my, one of my managers gave me when I first started selling on the phone. I had never, okay, wait, I started selling on the phone when I got into network marketing. Uh, so that wasn't that moment. It was actually later on when I started working in a call center. That was when my manager gave me the book, Crucial Conversations. That book was very impactful. I started to learn how to sell high-end, high-ticket pr products uh, over the phone and even real estate. Real estate is a high-ticket product. I don't know if you realize that. And my good friend Dave Lindahl taught me that a number of years ago when he hired me into his company. I'll never forget this. But uh, when I started working for Dave, the first meeting I had with him, he said, um, what business are we in? And I said, the real estate business. And he said, no, you're in the marketing business. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, you're in the marketing business and real estate is your product. And when he said that to me, I was like, boom, <laughs> like that makes so much sense. 
and he handed me two marketing books. And I studied marketing like, I mean, I still today study marketing. I still dive in deep and learn marketing and study it. Um, and that's really important because you're going to realize that as you're investing in real estate, yes, there's processes and procedures in every country. There's processes and procedures. There's real estate lawyers you can lean on and there's, and there's uh, documents and contracts that you're going to need. Yes, of course, you should know that. However, on a deeper level, on a much more deeper level, you have to know culture, okay? Now, let's say you're virtual, okay? Let's say you're living in Colombia, but you're still investing in the United States. So that's no problem. You're still familiar with the United States. And you could do that and build that lifestyle anywhere. But if you decide to invest in a whole different country, right, and in a whole different area, let's say you want to, like, I'll give you an example. One of our Fearless Millionaire members uh, has left the United States, still has residence, but also has a dual residence in Colombia. There's another example is why I'm bringing it up. Has a dual residency in Colombia and uh, invests in Colombia and has short-term rentals in Colombia. Okay. So there, and sometimes they go back and forth, but most of the time they live in Colombia and they're building a short-term rental business in Colombia. And this is becoming more and more popular. By the way, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I don't know if you knew this, but only 1.5 billion people travel, have traveled in the world. I want you to just think about that for one second. The numbers that I remember from my research, okay, 1.5 billion people have traveled. That means there's like 6 billion people who haven't traveled. And I don't know exactly where the research is, but I, I, when I was studying this, I don't have the exact links in front of me. But when I was doing this research and I was shocked, I was like, holy smokes, that's amazing. If the travel industry, if, okay, if people were to increase their income, let's just say everybody got an increase of income, like instantly overnight. Let's just say everybody's income not doubled, but went up by 25%. Okay. If everybody's income just increased by 25%, more and more people would travel. Do you know that the travel industry could not handle an increase of, of population? They can't handle more customers right now. They just couldn't handle that many more people traveling hotels and uh, airlines. Um, there would just it, 25% is just too much. It actually has to go up in increments of like, I believe they said three to 6% off the top of my head. Please, if you're doing some research, throw it in the comments below. By the way, if you're learning anything and, uh, or you, you just, you just like real estate, maybe you like real estate investing or like the idea of investing in real estate virtually, smash that like button and let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Also, you can put your comments below. Uh, that way I know uh, if you have a desire or are already investing virtually. I'd love to connect with new people who are investing virtually. It's a really, um, it's not a very common thing, but I believe that in the next three to seven years that we're gonna see more and more real estate entrepreneurs be virtual and invest from anywhere. And it's cool that I'm one of the pioneers that are, that is doing this um, because I know the circles are small. For example, I was talking to a good friend of mine. My, uh, his name is Seth uh, Williams over at reitipster.com. You should definitely check out his website. I'll put that link in the show notes below. But my buddy Seth over at reitipster.com, we were talking the other day about, you know, um, I'll actually probably have him on the podcast because I actually asked him, you know, so we're kind of like set up dates and stuff. So be on the lookout on the podcast to uh, hear, uh, you know, his interview. Um, but I, we were talking to him, I was like, man, he's like, how do you invest in, you know, all those places? How do you, how do you live here and live there and all that stuff? So we were going back and forth and talking about that. 
And he basically told me, he's like, man, you're like a trailblazer. You're like doing, man, I'd love to do that. And, and, and so there are a lot of hurdles and challenges to that. That's, this is not an easy feat, by the way, because we're dealing with, you know, visas <laughs> and um, there's, there's a lot of different components to it, but, and especially school for my kids. But you know what? When there's a will, there's a way. And one of the coolest things is that I get to have my children, my entire family, we get to experience different cultures. And to me, um, one of the things I was blessed with as a child was my dad, um, just out of his desire to travel, not to like expose us more to different you know countries, although that's a benefit, but just out of his addiction to travel, which I definitely have, <laughs> out of his addiction to travel, I was exposed to cultures very quickly and at a younger age where we were able to see, um, you know, different cultures and experience different things, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I think it's probably one of the, uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. Um, where I was able to see, you know, multiple countries and, and experience multiple places and foods and all that good stuff. It was awesome. However, at the time I wasn't investing virtually yet. I was still investing locally. So let me kind of give you a breakdown of where I started locally and virtually and how maybe some of these tips you can apply into your life if you're going to start virtually, okay? Because I don't recommend you just jumping out and, uh, you know, leaving the country that you're in and just start investing virtually. I don't, I don't really recommend that. Oh, I killed that. I killed that guy in a snap. I just killed that. Not a mosquito, but I killed this moss. By the way, I am getting better and better at like killing mosquitoes, just like grabbing them out of the air. It's like a little challenge I have. So, um, so virtual in, in investing, right? And how what I recommend. You know what? I'm gonna share with that with you in just a minute, but I just want to give you an update. Let's just do let's just do an intermission break here for a second because Nathan needs some water. Oh, there you go. All right. And also, I wanted to share with you, I wanted to give you an update on my intermittent fasting, by the way. I didn't tell you. Um, this is week four. I'm in my fourth week. I've made it. I've made it. Um, and I've, I've been fasting now for four weeks. And I do have, there is a new playlist on the Fearless Millionaire YouTube channel. Uh, so you might want to check that out because uh, I've been posting on a regular basis. But I will tell you this, right now, I'm on a challenge of... 35 hours, 35 hours. This is my challenge right here, my intermittent fasting. I've currently done 24 hours. And you know what? Okay, I would have said this is crazy um, a few, like three weeks ago. I'd be like, how on earth am I gonna make that happen? And I honestly, I don't think I would have done it. You can't start like quickly and just jump all in like 24, 48 hours overnight. I don't think you can. And from what I've read in the app that I'm using, you shouldn't do that. You should work your way up and know what your body can handle and can't handle. For example, I've never felt completely weak or like, um, you know, feeling like so tired that I couldn't sustain myself. I actually feel like I have more energy now than I did before because, you know, after you eat a heavy meal, um, don't you feel like, you know, like Thanksgiving dinner, do you feel like just passing out or taking a nap and stuff like that? Well, that's how I would feel. I, I would feel like I would eat like, you know, one meal, but it felt like I ate 10 meals. That's how 
That's how much it felt like. So I'm glad I've started this intermittent fasting. I, I, we've created a playlist on the on the Fearless Millionaire YouTube channel. You can check out that playlist. And I, I'm doing weekly updates and you can follow along. And I'd love to know if you've actually tried it and if you have or you haven't. Now, yes, I have lost some weight. People ask that all the time. Like, Nathan, have you lost some weight from your fasting? Yeah, but actually the better part is I've been more focused. I've had more clarity on real estate investing than I ever have, I swear. And okay, let's just say 2019, okay? In 2019, I feel like I'm more clear and focused in 2019 from intermittent fasting than I ever have before. So I actually tied that in to, um, in one of my previous podcasts about how intermittent fasting has helped me get more clarity. And so this is a little study I'm doing on the side, by the way, because the app I'm using called the Life app is been really helpful in tracking. It's a really simple app. I'll also put that link in the show notes. And uh, the intermittent fasting has been helping with, uh, you know, you know, cr- you know, uh, different things like uh, cravings and and also uh, sugar. I've learned about insulin. They actually have videos and tutorials and all this good stuff. Anyway, I could go on and on about the benefits that I've been having with it. But go check over the on our Fearless Millionaire YouTube playlist on intermittent fasting, and you'll hear and learn all about it. Let's get back into the uh, the 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 core of this episode, which is virtual investing, virtual investing, investing from anywhere. And what I wanted to share with you was how I first did my first deal, but also my recommendations to you if you're going to start investing from anywhere. Okay. So the first thing I did was I was living in, uh, I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina. And the first thing I decided to do was invest in the same state, but further away from me. So I, my first investment was um, about my, okay, I want to make something clear. My first real virtual real estate investment, not my first deal, because I was been doing real estate already for like 13 years. So at the time it was about uh, maybe nine years into the business or something like that. So I was already investing in real estate for nine years, but everything was local. Everything was like, I could go down the road. I could see it. It was in my local area, apartments that I went to go over and look at, that I inspected myself, all that kind of stuff. But now what I challenged myself to do when I was living in Charlotte, I said, I'm going to invest in something that's like an hour and a half away. It ended up being an hour and a half away. Here's the thing. I could have driven over to the property, but I chose not to. I chose not to drive over to the property and I took some strategies over from my buddy and I said, okay, how do you do this virtually? It was my buddy, Larry, and he was already kind of doing this system of like investing virtually, but in the same state though, that was the thing. He was investing in North and South Carolina. So I said, okay, let me just, and then the secret was, I'm going to tell you right now, is you have to build good relationships. Instead of me going to look at the property, this is like step number one, I could put the property under contract virtually over the phone, through email, and all that good stuff, but it was the point of getting someone to go look at the property. So that was the part I wanted to pull myself out of. That's a big component in real estate investing. So it was about going back to what I said earlier in this conversation 
It was about finding good people, finding good people to um, that I could trust and that I could send over to the property to go analyze the property, to take pictures and videos of the property and then send it back to me. And then I would make the final decision. Does that make sense? Okay. So that's the strategy. I'd put the property under contract and then I would send someone out there. So a partner or, you know, a business partner or a, a hired contact that I trusted to go take pictures and videos. Someone that knew, not just some random person, by the way, not just some random person or family friend or anything just to go take pictures and videos. No, 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 no. Someone who has some decent experience in real estate, but is willing to go out there for a fee and go, you know, take pictures and videos of the property and give me some feedback about it. When that feedback would come back, I would do one of two things. I would either renegotiate the contract to make because of rehab estimates or number two, I would just go forward and it was, if I knew it was a great deal, we'd buy the sucker or uh, we'd turn around and flip it, depending on the strategy. Most of the time we would buy the property and we would turn around and put it into an owner finance situation. And many of those properties, like over 30 of them, are still properties that are owner financed till this day that we hold. And that does what? It does the core number three foundational principle in Fearless Millionaire, which is cash flow. Month after month after month, those those income deposits, those deposits just keep coming in and, I'm, and I am powerless to stop them. They just keep coming in month after month after month. So that was the first, that was one of the first deals I did virtually. Okay. Closed on it and we moved on. Then I did another one, which was two hours away. Again, I sent the same person, did the same thing. That one, we turned around and we wholesaled it. Really cool, really cool deal, by the way, made $34,000 on that deal. And the really cool thing about it was we put it under contract for $11,000. I'm not kidding you, $11,000. It's like $10,900. So we put it under contract for $11,000, turn around, sold it, was it 42? 46. We had it listed for 46 and sold it for 42 off the top of my head. This is a number of years ago. Don't, don't give me all these exact numbers. Um, and then after everything, after all expenses were paid, after I paid my business partner to go look at the property, take pictures and all that stuff, I walked away with a deposit of 32000 $32, Yeah, $32,000 in profit after that deal. That was my second virtual real estate deal. Seriously, awesome experience. Uh, and then after that, it was just like, I can do this all the time. <laughs> And uh, so I went, instead of going from one to two hours away, I ended up picking a market over in Jacksonville, North Carolina. <clears throat> now, let me make something clear. I have never been to Jackson, North, Jacksonville, North Carolina. However, I did have contacts there already. And that my good contacts there gave me good contacts. They gave me referrals. Remember what I said, relationships are everything in this business. Relationships are crucial. And after a while, I know most people don't get this in the beginning of real estate, but if you've closed more than 10 deals and you made over $100,000 in real estate, I'll tell you, I'm talking to you right now. And for those who are brand new, after a while, real estate stops becoming about processes and it all of a sudden becomes about emotions. And not because of the deal, but because of people. It's all about, can you trust that person? And then he gets emotional. They did this behind my back and or they did, you know, this is going on and I got to call him to do this deal. It becomes very relational and emotional. And you have to learn how to master your emotions. There's no better person. There's no better person that teaches emotions than Tony Robbins himself. I don't care what you think about him. If you know him or if you don't, check him out, TonyRobbins.com. But Tony Robbins is a master 
at teaching people how to train their emotions. And there's one, there's two programs he has that I highly recommend. One of them is called Mastering Influence. That is a powerful program. Not only have I gone through it multiple times, but I've trained other people and other salespeople on that program. And number two is this other program called Create Lasting Change. And now that I'm talking about it, I just actually wanna dive back into it. It's that good, I I miss that program. It's been a number of years since I've gone through Create Lasting Change. Great, influential, and powerful program on how to make an impact on people's lives. Uh, Not only just to win a sale, but also to build relationships. It's really, really powerful. So I recommend those two programs. And heck, there's a whole bunch of training on building relationships out there. But in order to build a virtual real estate business, it really comes down to building relationships. As much as it's important to have you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Processes and procedures and CRMs and knowing your contracts. It really comes down to virtual, virtual investing really comes down to relationships. Your title companies, your attorneys, um, your business partners in the field, that really is what it all comes down to. And, And today with technology, we have the ability, we could do FaceTime or we could do, you know, messenger chats and video chats and calls. You know, it, it, that is really the crux of the business. So let me continue uh, and share kind of the rest of that. Uh, I'm, give you, I'm giving you like a six-year overview in like six minutes here. But after I started doing a whole bunch of virtual deals in North Carolina, I started also investing in South Carolina and then uh, Florida, Georgia, and uh, where else? Okay, that was more virtually. And I did a few deals in over in Dallas, Texas. But then I kind of left the country. I moved over to Uganda. And that's when I was doing most of my deals from in the US, but from Uganda. And that's when it was like on a whole nother level. Uh, even though I was already kind of like familiar with it, it was like now there's like a time difference. And, uh, and, and that was, you know, uh, then the internet was different. Internet is a heck of a lot more expensive in Uganda than it is in the United States. Um, and so on and so forth. And I also started getting involved in real estate in Uganda and I started understanding it and how it, how people do it and processes and procedures. Okay. That's a, that was a whole nother learning curve. (laughs) Um, and just out of familiar, just familiarizing myself with the process that they have. And then Portugal, and that's a whole other, you know, system, you know, because by the way, uh, Uganda is a democracy like the United States. So there's very, there's some similar uh, ways to the legal system, um, as well as the processes. There's some similarity there. However, in Portugal, it's a socialistic country. There's a lot of different processes there. Sometimes it feels like it's backwards, but you know what? That island gives me that the lifestyle. It brings in, uh, I don't want to say the lifestyle, but um, a lot of people think of, you know, beaches and all this kind of stuff. And of course, you want to, you can live wherever the heck you want. What I love about the island and living in Portugal is you get the best of both worlds. You get the green and the mountains and the hills and all that stuff, but you also get the beaches at the same time. So you kind of get the best of the both worlds. So I'm really looking forward to getting back over there and closing more deals from the island, then that's going to be fantastic. So um, that kind of gives you just like whatever, a six-year overview uh, in virtual investing from my experience. But listen, I want to tell you this. We are actually launching a, uh, a new page on our website. The developer's working on it right now. And it's an ask anything, uh, ask anything, ask Nathan anything, uh, you know, uh, format. So, but even in these, even in this, uh, I know we're doing a live 
Uh, YouTube, you can ask your questions in the comments uh, section. I try to read everyone's comments and reply back to them. Um, and, and also on the podcast, if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, by the way, for those on, on YouTube, you can check out our podcast. If we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on um, we're on a whole bunch of places. Yeah, we're just we're just like podcasts is everywhere. And so back by popular demand, I had a bunch of people ask me, Nathan, how do you do it virtually? How does all that happen? Can you tell me how you got started? So that was the point of today's episode was to kind of give you an overview of how to do that. Now in the future, I would love to know maybe if you have more questions that I can narrow in on and uh, kind of create an episode out of that. So if you have more questions about investing virtually, and how to do that, how to invest virtually, and how to build a real estate business virtually. Maybe you wanna do it from one state to another. Maybe you wanna do it maybe out of the states. Maybe you wanna do it while you're traveling. Maybe your goal is to you know, um, live outside of the United States and live in a different country and still do real estate deals in the United States, right? So maybe that's the case for you. Either way, I've had a lot of experience in that now for the past six years. Um, and and 13 years of investing. Um, But feel free to just shoot me uh, a question or anything that you have and I'll get it answered for you. That's not a problem. Um, This is something I truly enjoy. And that's what the brand is all about. Over the years and after building a bunch of cash flow real estate, uh, again, I always tell people that real estate is my passion, but consulting and helping people uh, build a real estate business is my calling. So have you ever experienced that before? It's a question I want to give to you as we kind of wrap up this uh, this episode. Uh, and is that do you do you know what the difference is between your passion and your calling, right? Do you know what the difference is, right? There could be something that you're passionate about. A passion is something that you just like really enjoy. You um, you know people have passions for like you know making videos people have passions for golf people have passions for um whatever water skiing right they just enjoy it so much they do on a regular basis but then you have a calling right it's like that mission in your life it may be something that you do as a charity work it may be something that you do as a hobby for free it's just that something that you know that you're like put here on this earth to do right and not everybody knows that by the way that's kind of like a self-discovery thing So not everybody knows what their calling is, what their mission is in life, Um, but everyone is given one until you discover it. That's kind of the unique thing. By the way, inside of the Fearless Millionaire Freedom Formula, we cover all of that. That's actually one of the most important things that we break through. And in the description, in the show notes, you'll see the Freedom Formula uh, link. You can click on that. And I highly recommend get enrolled in that training because in that training is where we share how to discover what your calling is, but more importantly, how to gain clarity, how to build confidence, and how to start generating cash flow. That's what that program really helps you get started in. So I hope you get uh, take a look at that and enroll in that training to help you get started. And like I said, if you have any other questions, throw it in the comment section below. Like this video if you like the idea of virtual real estate investing. And I will see or hear you on our next episode of the Fearless Millionaire podcast. See you real soon.